0: Tell me what is your true passion and desire. And I get everything. I want to go skiing for the year. I want to go hiking. I want to just take a nap. I want to create a real estate brand. And I'm like, okay, that's where we're going to go. Because when I can make sure that you're keeping your eye on the prize, anything that happens in pet care, you're not going to get distracted. And it really helps to shift the mindset.
1: Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Most people who work with dogs do so because of a passion for animals. But when your business is 100% driven by passion, it can sometimes lead to burnout. It's important to have goals and systems in place so you can continue to serve pets and also achieve your own dreams. Today's guest is Natasha O'Banion, who scaled her dog walking business in the Washington, D.C. area to six figures in just six months. She did so by having a clear plan and a mission to create a business that gave her and her family the freedom to travel the country in their RV for a year. In addition to her startup story, Natasha also shares some of her favorite automation tools and how she's added business coaching and a drop shipping e-commerce boutique to diversify her business even further. I've gone ahead and added Natasha's recommended apps and tools to the Wear Wag Repeat resource guide. My podcast guests have recommended over 150 apps, tools, and even the best squeaker to get the perfect doggy photo. It's all in the Wear Wag Repeat resource guide, which is totally free. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com slash guide and you can get your paws on it. Natasha O'Banion is the founder of Walk with Renzo and Ruby. She and her team offer midday dog walks in D.C., Maryland, Texas, and Virginia. She also offers customers cute dog accessories to match their walks. After successfully scaling her pet care business and traveling the world with her family, Natasha started Start Scale Sale to offer coaching to other pet care businesses on how to scale and work from anywhere. Hey, Natasha. Hi. So you're working from anywhere. Where are you working from today? I'm working from
0: Texas. That's where I am now.
1: That's awesome. And you started your dog walking business in the DC area?
0: Yes, we started in 2015 in DC and then we slowly worked over to Maryland and then trickled over to Virginia.
1: And then I decided to move to Texas. So we said, hey, let's bring it on over here as well. That's awesome. And so how long have you been having the business kind of, I I guess that's not like bi-coastal, but sort of like the DC area and then Texas. How long have you had the Texas business?
0: Um, I've been in Texas now for nine months, but DC has been running on its own without me for the past three years um, because I was on the road, kind of traveling and doing my RV thing. Our family renovated an RV. So what we, we have a long story, you know, my husband and I got married and then, you know, we had the business beforehand and then we immediately got pregnant and we were like, whoa, we're doing way too much. We need a break next year. So we kind of prepped our business for us to kind of step back, enjoy at least a year off just, you know, cause it was grind, 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 grind for the first two years. Um, and that was kind of our game plan for year three. So the past three years they've been,
1: you know, living on their own and now we're pushing it over to Texas more so. That's awesome. So, so you mentioned that you guys kind of put things in place so that you could step away and go travel and, um, RV across the country and everything. What, what are some of the things that you did put in place, um, so that your business could run while you weren't even there?
0: So the main thing is we always start talk about our game plan. So for my husband and I, we met in the automotive industry. We worked 13-hour days. That was like our life before pet care. Um, and Renzo and Ruby are our dogs. We had a dog walker before we even started. So we kind of had an idea of how it all worked, what he did. Um, but our walker was very like basic. He was like the best guy. There was no like tech, nothing fancy, no glitz and glory. It was just like, hey, I was here. I was out. Peace. <laughs> I was like what if like you gave me some spice, you know, could you imagine what this could be if you sauced it and you was like, no, that's not me. That's you. And I was like, fine. So like, I'll just do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it kind of worked out that way. I ended up getting burnout in my career and moved to Miami, Florida and just kicked it on the beach with Renzo and Ruby and we were living our best lives. And that's where I started. I was like, what do I want to do? Like after this, like, I can't live on the beach forever. I'm like, my money's going to run out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk dogs and give families like the experience that I wanted. Um, so we knew for sure, like freedom was our first theme that we wanted to make sure that we weren't going to go through burnout. You know, we weren't going to resent what we were doing. So our full business plan that we laid out was based on us being able to work from anywhere to not be in our business full time, because as you know, this business does require burnout as well. So we were like, all right, we've lived that life. We're not going down that road. Let's work it all out to make sure we prevent it.
1: Well, because, you know, I I think that, um, I I love the word freedom because I think a lot of people, when they think of starting a dog walking business or any kind of like pet services business, that they're going to have to be there all the time. Um, they're going to have to do everything themselves. They're going to have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and be working until 10 o'clock at night. So, so what were, what are some of the things that you structure into your business to allow for that kind of freedom? I guess. Boundaries would probably be like an important word as well. Yeah. So I would say the first thing we did
0: is we rolled out our mission statement. We wanted to make sure that our business was inclusive and diverse. We wanted to make sure that all of our clients would see, feel, expand, and just get a different experience. Um, I'm very like type a crazy dog mom for real. So I, like my clients were very much okay and comfortable talking to me. And I wanted to create that safe space as well. Cause I felt like my dog walker, like kind of took my ideas and my thoughts and I was letting him know that, you know, I wanted a little bit more, but he was kind of like, I'm stuck in my way and that's what it's going to be. Um, so first of all, we wrote out our mission. And then secondly, I do believe, because we did come from corporate America, my job was a finance manager. Um, I worked at Lexus Automotive and my job was to protect the dealership. Um, So very robotic. You know, people always hate that word, but I love it. (laughs) Everybody's got to do it the same exact way from our key policy to our reports, to our clothes, to, you know, everything that has to be done in our business is step by step by step by step. So we take out all the guesswork We don't believe in common sense. We really know that common sense is not common. So we don't even put our our team in that predicament. Um, We do wear single hats. So our backyard staff, you know, that's our office, our admin, they take care, all of the front face stuff. And our walkers just live their best lives. They're like, listen, you got the back. We got, you know, we got the front. That's good. We know where to go when we need something. If we need a policy, a weather protocol. Um any of our protocols, basically, they know right where to go on our app to get it just to refresh and refrain. And we don't like to babysit. So if we they do get a question, we say, hey, did you read your lockbox policy? <laughs> hey, did you read your protocol? And, you know, we have an owner's manual. But again, we have itemized every one of our policies in our app that they sign individually. So it's just easier to read and reference back to.
1: That's not, it sounds like you guys have really kind of thought of everything, and I like that you say you don't believe in common sense. Um, but, but it sounds like you've kind of used your common sense to come up with like, what are the questions that people are going to ask me 47,000 times that I don't yeah. want to answer, and and where can you kind of create systems? And like, I do this in my business all the time. I have like form emails basically that like people ask me all the time, like, oh, can you promote my products on your Instagram or something? And I have like a pre-written email that says, here's the options of how we could work together so that you're not like reinventing the wheel every time. Yeah. And that's great because
0: if you were to step away and you had an assistant or what have you, they could easily just send that email right behind you. So it's not that Tori has to be that person that does it. And you can also put automations in. Our our business is very automated as well, that once a client clicks on our website, they go through all the steps to book. So they don't need us to book. We're 100% paperless. So I wanted to make sure we were sleeping and booking clients. And
1: that's, that's how the style was for me. Do you have any favorite automation tools that you use? Um, I use Pocket Suite far as my app. I love them.
0: They are based out of San Francisco, and they're amazing. They're another small owned minority business, and they like have figured it all out. And if they if they haven't, they you send them an email, they put it in there. So that was my requirement to getting software is that if I did have, you know, feedback, they would say, okay, cool, we'll put it in. Um, so I love them. I Wait, also do they make
1: like specifically dog walker apps or just any no, kind of app?
0: And that was another thing. I did not want a dog walker specific software. They turn it into it after a while. Um, but they do all entrepreneurs. So if you are a freelancer, if you have a cleaning service, um, any kind of freelance work, you can go on the go and take care of it. So I can sign contracts. I can book a client all on my cell phone. I don't use my computer for anything.
1: Oh, so even in your coaching business, you have like an app that they've built for you? I use the same app. Yep. <laughs> I use it for my dog walking.
0: And then I use it different. So you sign it, obviously, with a different cell phone number. So your accounts are separate. Um, but I use, I use the same system for my coaching. You know, I don't want to relearn a new software. <laughs> Tell me what it is
1: called again. It's called Pocket Suite. Pocket Suite. Okay make sure everybody check that out. Yeah, it is
0: amazing. Um, I also use the Later app. I really love them. I really love being on their email list because they send you so much great content. Um, I was very much like a pound the pavement kind of girl. I can, my background is sales and marketing. So I'm very comfortable just rolling up into your environment, going over my pitch and like saying, great, glad we worked this all out. Um, but later has really helped me merge into social media. That was my weakness because I was like, I, this is impersonal. This is not I can't see it, feel it, touch it. I want to hug you and laugh with you, you know. So it's really helped me a lot to change my mindset just on social media. And now I laugh all the time that I used to go out and hand out flyers to people. And now I just sit at home with my daughter and meet clients online and hashtag finds, and I'm like, this is genius. <laughs> so
1: like, I've had to, you know, we got to keep growing and keep, you know, retreating ourselves. So, um, so speaking of social media strategy, are, do you use um, hashtags and like location tags and stuff to find potential clients and and dog lovers? Since you since you are kind of growing and expanding into different communities, that seems like a good way to to meet new people in a new place.
0: Oh yeah, that is the way. So I, again, I'm in urban environments. So apartments are are a huge part of our platform. So I can engage and talk to leasing managers and concierge consultants just in the DM. And I can send them cute graphics and I can send them monthly content. I can get on their email list. I can keep them educated all month, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But when you put those things in automation as well, I always blast out to all of my vendors and they're like, oh, we hear you're doing this. Oh, we hear you're doing that. So it's we're never you know, out of sight. So yeah, social media has totally helped me. Even in Texas, I did not know anything about the South. So I had to completely shift. It's a different buying experience out here. It's a different culture out here. So I had to totally shift over, but social media gave me a little sneak peek behind the scenes before I even got here, what I was getting into. So it kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's the cool thing about Instagram and like, especially the dog world on Instagram. I feel like I could probably go to like any city or any country and I could go through my Instagram follower list and I could find someone that I know there <laughs> and yeah. probably meet up with them in person, which is pretty cool and it's that easy. And right now, even my coaching business,
0: it's literally been 100% social media. Even you and I met through social media. All my business yeah. connections now are all through social media, which it's just if you just think about the simplicity and just how basic and easy this is, it's like why didn't we do this years ago? <laughs> like what we had like the yellow pages or something. Like oh my goodness. <laughs> marketing is just totally different now. I went to social media marketing world um, last year and so many different vendors and speakers and keynotes and they all just share their wealth of knowledge. And you're like, this is really easy, Natasha. Why didn't you
1: do this from the start? (laughs) Are you enjoying this conversation as much as I am? Whether you're a longtime listener or new here, I want to thank you for listening in. It's important to me to amplify women's voices in the pet industry. If you want to help me do that, you can leave a review for my show in the Apple Podcast app. Reviews help me get more listeners and book big-time interviews. Through the end of July, leave a review and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card to the Wear Wag Repeat shop. Just go to my show's homepage on the Apple Podcast app from your phone or computer and write an honest review. I'll announce the winner on a future episode and in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Instagram feed. So t- so tell us a little bit about how you got into coaching. So you yeah. had the, the pet business. Um, you experienced how how great it was to have the freedom to be able to travel and to have your life with your husband and your kids and your two dogs and, and running all over the country or doing whatever you want. Sitting still maybe is what you like to do now. Um, yeah, I'm very much pregnant again, (laughs) (laughs) but that's wonderful and that's beautiful. and And it's, and it's wonderful to have the freedom to, um, You know, to live your life and not be tied down to like going and walking someone's dog at at five o'clock tomorrow morning. So so you got into coaching. So how did someone ask you to do that first? Or did you kind of decide that you wanted to do that? What was the process of starting that business?
0: Yeah, so I had never been like in Facebook groups before I started my business. It was two years just me doing my common sense like we talked about, like everything I knew, everything as far as I could potentially take my business. Is what i did for the first two years and then i heard about facebook groups and i said oh this will be kind of cool to get online and see how other people are doing it see how maybe we could change something or just get more input and i was on cloud nine when i got online i'm like living the life like i'm out to travel all i want to do is just check a few boxes and make sure i like cross my t's dot my eyes like that's why i'm here and i just saw a lot of pet sitters not in the same space that i was in they were burnt out and exhausted. And some of them were just selling the business and just being like, I'm done with it. And I was like, hold the door. This is not real life, guys. This is not like how it really is. It really could be great. Like, and I kept trying to motivate and inspire and tell people that like, you know, maybe some advice you've heard like from the, you know, the late nineties or so like, okay, now it's different. We can totally show you a different shift. Uh, But my main goal was getting my family on the road. I was like, I'm going to travel. But in my heart, I said, okay, when I get off of the road and when I stop traveling, I'm going to come back to you guys and I'm going to help you and give you as much knowledge as I possibly can. So that was like a mission of mine that I saw before I started to coach. And I would have friends that always ask me for advice. I like I love giving back. So if someone asked me for free information. I'm like, sure. You know, my dog walking business supports my lifestyle. So me just talking and giving out information is nothing. Um so people would find me on Messenger and DMs and we chit chat and they say, Hey, can we get on the phone? And I say, sure, let's let's talk, whatever you need. It just made me feel so good to be able to share what I know and I'm kind of that person anyway, like with my girlfriends, if I find a new makeup product or something, I'm like, you need this. Try this trend. They're like, we don't want any more of your trends, Natasha. And I'm like, no, no, it's great. So (laughs) I'm kind of like that free advertisement anyway. You know, that non-affiliate link girl that should be the affiliate link.
1: (laughs) You're a natural influencer.
0: I was, I really like to give people like my knowledge. So I said, all right, when things slow down, I think it was like December, I said, I'm going to like make it an official business i'm gonna put a face on it i'll start taking appointments um, i created an online course so it was an in, it's an it's an eight-week course to show people how to start so even if they didn't kind of check everything off they wanted to we kind of touch on it again and then it shows them how to scale in the middle and then sale and so the sale obviously is like the living the life doing what you want to do um, my first question is usually like what's your real dream don't tell me about the dogs don't tell me about the pet care tell me what is your true passion and desire. And I get everything. I want to go skiing for the year. I want to go hiking. I want to just take a nap. I want to create a real estate brand. And I'm like, okay, that's where we're going to go. Because when I can make sure that you're keeping your eye on the prize, anything that happens in pet care, you're not going to get distracted. And it really helps to shift the mindset.
1: Yeah, not getting distracted by like every little shift or every little thing like, shiny object syndrome, (laughs) which I can (laughs) totally fall into. Like, I remember, this is a good example, but like, I was looking at something and they're like, I I wanted to do like some kind of hand lettered. I was, I I was doing a dog mom's day event and I wanted, Mm -hmm. I bought all these blank bandanas and I wanted someone to do hand lettering of dogs names on it live at the event. And I couldn't find anyone to do it. And I was like, I'm just going to learn how to it. And I was like signing up for like calligraphy classes on Skillshare. And I was like, Tori, this is not a very profitable use of your time.
0: <laughs> it can happen. It can totally happen. And clients have a lot of demand. So they start to push and pull. And they'll ask us for services that we don't even offer. And I've seen so many pet care providers just start on the go. And they're like, okay, I'll offer it today for this one person. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, why are you making it up for this one person? Um, But when you can remind people of why they are doing what they're doing, it's it's least likely to get distracted.
1: And now you're also doing another sort of, I don't want to call it passive income because we all know that nothing is really passive because you have to put work into building it. But you're doing e-commerce and um, some drop shipping and and maybe white labeling. Can you talk about that, the, the product side of Renzo and Ruby? Yeah,
0: so I never thought I would get into product, Um, even like daycare. I really never thought I would necessarily get into it, but Texas is calling for daycare. So it's like, like you said, this shiny ball. There's so many things you can poop scoop, you can do this, you can do that. There's so many things you can do in this industry. And I really wanted to speak to the things that I care about. So I remember when I got into this industry, I said, well, dogs is kind of recession proof. You know, I really felt the recession in automotive, it really hit us hard. And I said, all right what job is not is recession proof? You know, my clients obviously can take, you know, their dog care, of their dog, whatever happens. So I said, pet care is recession proof. And then we had a uh, pandemic proof. <laughs> so we were like, uh, well, what's pandemic proof? Because dog walking is not. So I had already it's a unique uh, well, I, challenge that none of exactly. us thought, thought we were going to face. <laughs> you have to keep chasing the next situation. So I try to keep my eyes open. And now that we are in a pandemic, e-com has really kicked off. I have so many friends, like especially with my online course um, friends, they do it. They love it. They've been telling me to do it for years. And I'm like, ah, nah. but I've met people who do it in a way that I believe in, you know, doing it the style that we can keep everything with fast shipping. And that was kind of like my back, my hiccup there. Um, so yeah, now I'm selling um, collars and leashes and bow ties, like really cutesy stuff that our clients would enjoy. Um, so it's kind of like an add-on piece. When I was in automotive, we always had the car, and then we had the add-ons. And before I was in finance, I did car accessories. So like dubbing up something and saying check, check, check. What about this? You know, did you think about this? That's kind of like if that's me. I like to. Give you like a one-stop shop. So that's what we're kind of leaning into now.
1: So, for with your drop shipping, are you working with? Um, is it like independent businesses who are who are shipping stuff out, or do you work with? I know there's like big drop shipping companies. I don't know too much about them. What?
0: Yeah, I try to stay away from the larger drop shipping companies just because shipping times and you know a lot of them ship from China, et cetera. Um, so that's not really my business model. So I have partnered with a lot of small businesses that are in the pet care industry that, like you would find on Etsy that sell different products and they can supply the demand. So if I can help small businesses and add it to my
1: line, that's kind of my, my style. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I, we had another, we, me, I interviewed (laughs) (laughs) another, um, person, I'll have to go find the episode. I'll put it in the show notes, but she runs found by fetch, which, um, they do drop shipping. And, um, I, and it's just, like it's such an interesting option that I think a lot of, um, pet business owners would have never considered it. They think it's like super complicated, um, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't have to be. No, even
0: to dog toys. I mean, a lot of stuff. And like, again, if you want to you know, ship international, you can as long as shipping times are good. Um, but there's so much stuff if you want to put a cup, if you want to sell local and help small businesses and then also add a few drop shipping products on your site, you can live the best of both. You know, I always tell my clients, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Make sure you have options. So um, you can put a few drop like dog toys, all the champagne, rosé toys and the Starbucks toys. Those all come from China. So, you can pop a couple of those on for drop shipping um, and just take it from there. You obviously have to shop your vendors and have a relationship with them and feel comfortable. That's going to be now your brand. But I always say get a niche drop ship store. Don't go generic. Don't just have a store where you're selling like all this Costco, Walmart stuff. You know, you definitely want to start the brand as if you would do anything else. It has to be a
1: niche brand. Right. And I think like looking at, You know the values. I think it's so important for people to identify like some some keywords or like a mission statement or something about their business, and then making sure that that runs through everything that you do. And I'm like all about. Oh, that was Bert's ears flapping. I'm all about you know expanding your your footprint kind of and having like different streams because like you said, can't put all your eggs in one basket. And then when there's like a pandemic, (laughs) you're like, oh crap. The one thing I did doesn't exist anymore. Absolutely.
0: I mean, that's just kind of where we are in business. You have to keep all your options open. I met a 14-year-old girl that asked me for advice. And a lot of the dog walkers were like, oh, she's 14. If Nothing's going to be legal. And I say, no, she can get into accessories or treats. We just met um, Ava's Pet Palace, and we were seeing how these rock stars are killing it at 12 and my daughter is 11. So I'm like, uh, hey, Gianna, we need to get a plan, baby. <laughs> she's like, yeah, what? get to
1: work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's 12 year old superstars. I'm not supporting you anymore. <laughs> so, I I was 21. just looking at Ava's Pet Palace and um, she she did a post the other day. They had 833 orders in one day. Um, and she's just really very inspiring young lady. Very Yeah. I mean, it's endless. Definitely. Yes. Well, and we all have the same amount of time in a day. So it's just a matter of like focusing on what you want to do. Um, it's, I think it's hard sometimes with social media to compare yourself to others and, um, other people's success, but like, you don't really ever know what's happening behind the scenes. And that's why it's important to just focus on your dreams. Like you said, asking your clients, like what their dream is.
0: For sure. And I would definitely tell people don't get hung up on like the followers. Followers doesn't mean, you know, profits. It doesn't mean clients. So if you have like your 300 base and those are your clients, that's going to be much easier for you to manage. Um, But of course, if you want to increase your following and and increase your reach, do so. But don't compare yourself to the next person or what they have going on. Don't let it discourage you as more so.
1: Right. And like if you're a a dog walker who specializes in like one neighborhood <laughs> of one mm-hmm. city, you don't necessarily need 10,000 Instagram followers. It's not going to do anything for you. No, people ask me that as well. Like, how are you
0: doing multiple states? But multiple states was just an idea of mine because I want to, I want to give our services to more families, but I have great friends who are only like, for instance, New York City, which is a great demand. If she's just sitting there and like, I'm not going anywhere. Why should she? You know, it really just depends on what your, what your mission is. Yeah. Um, So, Natasha, before we go, tell us about your dogs. So I have three now. I have Renzo's, my pug. He's been with us for 10 years now. I have Ruby, my French bulldog. She was Renzo's companion. And then they're both senior dogs now. They literally sleep like 20 hours a day, literally. (laughs) We take them outside, they come back in, they sleep. They don't want to do anything else. But I have a two-year-old, and I really wanted to give her like a dog to grow up with. So we came to Texas and I said, okay, we got to go big. We're in Texas. So we got her a sheep-a-doodle and his, her name is River and she loves River. So we have Renzo, Ruby, and River now. And my daughter Olive is just, she's a bossy girl, and but she's enjoying it. I didn't get the dog experience growing up as a young child. So
1: I wanted to make sure that she had a dog to grow up with. So we have three now. That is so sweet. What a fun little pack of like different dogs. (laughs)
0: My neighbor is like, they crack up. They're like, so they see I'm pregnant obviously now. And then I have the toddler and then I have the three dogs. And they're like, what, what, what goes on in that house? They're <laughs> like, There's love for everybody in here. <laughs> so.
1: I love it. It sounds, it sounds like a very fun house. Um, you're obviously, you seem very calm. So I'm sure it's a, it's a very well-managed house. Um, yeah,
0: we have a pack.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Natasha, tell everyone where, where they can find you, not just Renzo and Ruby, but also start scale sale. Cause I know a lot of my listeners would be interested in that.
0: Yes, yeah, So our website is just, as you say it startscale sale.com. And if you want to compare and follow along on the Renzo Ruby website as well. So
1: renzoruby.com and startscale sale.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Natasha, so much for talking with us and being on the show today. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Tori, for having me. Join the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeatcom slash podcast. See you back here next week.